Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Smith will poke it to center. McDavid, Scott! The thing that burns him is wanting to win a Stanley Cup. That's a win-win-win for the organization and a win-win-win for the people of Edmonton. Leon Dreisaitl, 50th of the year! This is exciting for the fans of Edmonton. He's the most advanced player that's ever played. Is that an overstatement, or are we watching somebody that is truly special? Jay Woodcroft has done an amazing job. Our focus is not on home ice advantage. It's not on what other teams in the Western Conference did. It's on the, the day's business. Hoskin in a tremendous sliding stop on a redirect. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Angeles, California. It is the Edmonton Oilers, the LA Kings game number three tonight. The Oilers coming off a 6 nothing shellacking of the Kings Wednesday night at an absolutely euphoric Rogers place. It'll be a different experience tonight, undoubtedly, with the fans. The Kings' chance to respond. They got what they needed. They got the split in Edmonton after winning 4-3 in game number one of their best-of-seven playoff series. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex, by Alicia Next Office Network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Lots to get to. We'll tell you the owners are going to hit the ice in about... 23 minutes time. Uh, I would be stunned if there were any changes to the Edmonton Oilers lineup. We will tell you that Philip Broberg has been recalled, but I think it's a bit for game experience or practice experience situation. Uh, the Bakersfield Condors, after sweeping Vancouver's farm team in two straight games, Abbotsford, they don't play till Tuesday, so Broberg's going to get a chance to be around the team for the game tonight and Sunday against LA, game three and four of the playoff series. Puck drop, uh, by the way, Edmonton time will be at roughly 8.15 on 6.30. The play-by-play voice of both the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton. Edmonton Elks. We'll hear 
from Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft, along with Edmonton Oilers defenseman Evan Bouchard and Oilers forward Ryan McLeod. Bouchard and McLeod, a pair of second-round picks in the 2018 NHL entry, or uh, picks in the 2018 NHL draft. Bouchard 10th overall, McLeod 40th overall, and they have already impacted this series, and that bodes well long-term for the Edmonton Oilers. Elliot Friedman for Mid-City Construction Management today at 1235, and at 105 and possibly beyond, Sportsnet's Mark Spector. Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta. The uh, 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing and breeding industry. A reminder, live thoroughbred racing Fridays and Saturdays out at Century Mile. So, Edmonton and L.A. Special thanks to uh, Brendan Escott and Cam Moon for filling in yesterday on what turned out to be a uh, well, a little bit longer than normal travel day. Those sort of things happen, and it's all part of the process. Uh, helping us out today back at the 630 Ched Studios, we're going to welcome him in, is Cody Jansen. Cody, how you doing? Doing great, Bob. Another day in the playoffs. So I'm going to give you a, you're a former goaltender. Uh, not that you ended up playing major junior, but you had a, a cup of coffee in junior A. Um, I'm going to give you a number because there's, it, it, i just just going to throw this out there. We're going to have a little fun early in the show because I had this conversation with one of the greatest players in the history of the game less than an hour ago. And when I say one of the greatest history players in the history of the game, you can get any, anyhow. Uh, career save percentage for player A, 9-12. For player B, 9-13. That's regular season save percentage. So write this down, Cody, if you got a piece of paper. So 9-12 for one guy, 9-13 for the other guy in the regular season. The player, the goaltender with a 9-12 save percentage has a 9-31 save percentage all time of the playoffs. Okay, and the guy with the nine thirteen regular season save percentage has a nine twenty one save percentage in the playoffs. Okay, and in this series, the player with the nine twelve career regular season save percentage and nine thirty one in the playoffs uh, in this series is at nine thirty eight, and the guy at nine thirteen nine twenty one is at eight eighty in this series. Can you figure out who the two, the two goalies are? Well, I can. Am I supposed to give the answer, or are you going sure. on the text line? Okay, well, I mean, Mike Smith's the one with the 931. Right now, I think he's got the, of active goaltenders, he's got the best career playoff save percentage out of current playoff goalies. And it's and, and so here's the thing, and, and we can you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, because I sense there still is not an abundance of, and people aren't sure. And you know what? Maybe it's fair based. I mean, people say, but Stoffer, Mike Smith lost 10 straight games in the playoffs. And that's true. He did. But you always have to have a little bit of context. I mean, the, with, with the Oilers, he had a poor start coming out of the bubble against, uh, going, you know, you know, getting in that bubble series against Chicago and got pulled halfway the first game. Last year against Winnipeg, I don't think Smith played poorly. He had a 912 save percentage. The Oilers needed to find a way. They clearly lacked depth. We all know that. Oilers fans are realistic. Guess what? Edmonton has the depth advantage on the Los Angeles Kings in this series. The Oilers are, they did not have Zach Hyman. They did not have, Evander Kane last year. They did not have Warren Fogle. 
those are three of their four left wings, and, and they're playing Archibald now on the left side in this series. Pulley Arvey and Yamamoto, uh, certainly Yamamoto was not the same player last year that he's been in the playoffs so far this year. Um, I might argue Pulley Arvey might have been playing with greater confidence going into the playoffs last year than he did, but that was an important goal for him the other night. They got Cassian. Derek Ryan was, in theory, a center. But Derek Ryan is now playing right wing, except he's 75% in the face-off circle in this series and has not lost an even-strength face-off in the entire series. And, you know, he's at 50% on the penalty kill, which is fine because what happens in the penalty kill is you're down a man. So often 50-50 contested pucks go to the team with the extra player. So he provides a little bit of a, a, a useful dimension. And then Ryan McLeod's a different player than he was. This team is so much deeper this year that they don't have Devin Shore playing. Last year he was in their top nine against the Winnipeg. So the orders are a different team up front. Experience-wise in defense, Adam Larson is gone. That's a loss. But Cody Ceci comes in, and I think he's been fine. You still have Tyson Berry. You basically have Bouchard replacing Ethan Bear on the right side. This is going to be hard for some of the listeners to hear. That's an upgrade, a significant upgrade on the right side. On the left side defense, it's not even close. You have Darnell Nurse. Another year more advanced. You have Duncan Keith with 137 playoff games of experience and Brett Kulak with 25. Last year during Winnipeg in the triple overtime game, the Edmonton Oilers were going with Chris Russell and Tyson Berry every second shift. Okay? Chris Russell's the extra defenseman right now, and Tyson Berry is uh, playing 16 minutes a game in the playoffs. So it's a way deeper team. And then you have Smith. And it's, and it's fair, you know, Smith's 40, can you trust him? The only thing is, if you take a look at the, his body of work all time, it's been pretty good. So it shows you, you know, and it's funny how we were supposed to be, Cody, we were supposed to be completely dismissive of what, this is what I found interesting. People are like, well, you know, Mike Smith, you know, 10 straight losses in the playoffs. Four of those were with Calgary three years ago. In his final 12 starts before the playoffs started, Mike Smith was 11-0-1 and a 9.47 save percentage. So which one is it? Is it games that count three years ago with a different team and a different organization? Or games that have counted the last two months with this team? I think what happened to Edmonton in game number one, to be honest, is they had, they basically, once, once they clinched, they basically had a week off. Okay? That, that's the reality of the situation. And even, I would even take it until the Pittsburgh game because that game meant something to the team. Like, they played four hard games in the road, uh, in the row, including beating Colorado in a highly emotional game that everybody was jacked and pumped up for, and the orders were pretty good and found a way to, to, and that was an impressive night for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club against Colorado. They fly to Columbus, play an afternoon game, and there's a drop off after playing, you know, you lose in Minnesota. Come back, uh, go to Nashville and own Nashville and shut them out for nothing. And then you take care of, you know, you, you got some games that are really emotional and mean a lot for your hockey club. And lo and behold, uh, you find a way to go four for four in the next four games after losing to Minnesota. I mean, I think what's happened as an example with Evan Bouchard and Duncan Keith since that game in Minnesota. They've been off the charts. But, you know, this, this was, a, I, I think what happened here for the hockey club is they were playing playoff hockey basically all season long, right? And and 
with the 6-3 victory over Colorado. So they lost 5-1 to Minnesota on April the 12th. Shut out Nashville 4 nothing. Shut out Vegas 4 nothing. Beat Dallas 5-2. Beat Colorado 6-3. Do the math. That's outscoring teams to the tune of 19-5 over a four-game run. They go to Columbus. They didn't put the game away early. They end up losing 5-2. Bounce back and take it to Pittsburgh and beat them in Pittsburgh 5-1. That victory woke a lot of people up in the United States. They were like, wow. This is this because the orders were way faster. Then you had the two games to close out the regular season at home against San Jose and Vancouver. Those were basically glorified exhibition games. And the Oilers didn't get up and play their game against L.A. They fell into that trap of, that L.A. plays in. And then Smith turns the puck over, and everybody's worried about the goaltender. But the Oilers didn't play that game. And against L.A. the other night, they played their game. And here's the key. Edmonton needs to be patient against Los Angeles early. Because L.A. does not play a hard... L.A.'s basically preying upon your mistakes. So what the Oilers need to do, think of how the game against L.A. went. They played a patient game. Edmonton got on the special teams where they have a massive advantage on the Kings. They score a power play goal, then they get a shorty. And it was pretty much now L.A. has to open up, and they're playing a right in Edmonton situation. And then the Oilers were able to pound the Kings' defense. But I, I just thought I'd throw the goaltending numbers people's way. Because they're so quick and dismissive to write off Mike Smith. They are. In the last two seasons, he's been at 9.23 and 9.15 in the regular season. And again, he made a blunder that played a factor in game number one. But there were other mistakes made during the course of that game. So it's going to be interesting. I find it always interesting. And we will work in some text all that kind of context. But this is a way deeper team than they've had before. They might not be able to have this deep of a team next season. Because it's, I mean, you know, between Kane, Pugliarvi, and Yamamoto, something has to give. And the hardest guy to sign is going to be a Vander game. Because there's going to be multiple teams offering uh, term uh, plus the money to him. All right. Today's top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Game three tonight. In Los Angeles, where the Oilers went 2-0 and in the regular season, they beat the Kings 5-2 with a couple empty netters and then got one late in the regular season as well. I can't even remember what the final score was in that second game. I think it was, yeah, maybe I can pull it up here. Um, going back, uh, won 3-2 at Los Angeles on April the 7th. So they are 2-0 and against L.A. this year. The Kings are going to make one change. We'll get to the Oilers lineup momentarily. And it's a surprising change. Quentin Byfield comes out. Rasmus Kupari comes in. I would have thought they would have pulled out Brendan Lemieux and put uh, Kupari in, but they're going to put Byfield out. Uh, so uh, Quentin Byfield's a pretty important player for that organization moving forward. Again, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree is 100% restriction-free daily food special, spectacular live music each weekend. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to Ashley Fivefloors.com. Uh, the show Twitter account is at Oilers Now. My personal handle is Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott uh, is a huge part of the show. He produces. He's not going to be available today or Monday, but he is at Brendan with two E's and Escott with two T's. And he's got a new uh, new Twitter handle. Cody Jansen, what do you got? It's at Janner on PXP. I had to ditch the number. I'm not a hockey player anymore, so I don't wear a number. You don't wear a number? Now you're play-by-play, doing play-by-play of lacrosse. It's a wonderful thing. 
Let's get into the Oilers Snow Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized uh, all in one trip. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers uh, flew to Vancouver. We flew to Vancouver uh, after the game on Wednesday night. Stayed in Vancouver. Uh, the team bust across the border and uh, ended up uh, flying into Los Angeles yesterday. Here's Jay Woodcroft on the travel. For us, we just thought it was uh, the smartest move for our group. Uh, involved uh, our players in the decision, and uh, it was a good travel day today. We were, everyone's feeling good about being in the sunshine here down in California. But what you want to do is you want to make the um, best decision possible uh, for your group. And as I said, uh, it was one that we gave a lot of thought to. I thought uh, it was executed excellently today, and um, we're getting ready for game number three tomorrow. And game three is now, tomorrow is now, today. That's Jay Woodcroft. We did that available, availability about 7.30 last night uh, at Edmonton time. Uh, Oilers had some uh, guys that provided a physical impetus that became infectious for the entire team. Zach Cassian had six Kings uh, hits against the Kings. He was running around on Wednesday night. Josh Archibald, five hits against L.A. Connor McDavid uh, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Leon Dreisettle all had four hits against Los Angeles. And here's Jay Woodcroft on physical play. Yeah, I think we're at our best when we are um, physical. Now, we might have different um, opinions or definitions of what physicality is. I think physicality is establishing yourself in the face-off circle. I think it's uh, making a good play along the wall. I think it's uh, guaranteeing uh, different lines on the ice. I think it's going to the net with authority, uh, playing inside people's equipment. So that it's not just uh, scrums. It's not just finishing your check. But it's all those types of situations. There you go. All right. One of the emerging stories, and really it, it started after the game against Minnesota. Uh, in the game in Minnesota, the third time the Oilers lost to the Wild this year, you had a situation. Uh, there was, it, it wasn't so much the loss. It was more an incident that involved Evander Kane. And there wasn't a quick enough response in, it, for, in the eyes of some from uh, some of the other players. And for those of you, and you love the team, and if you're listening to a show called Oilers now, you probably are tremendously passionate about it. And a lot of you have an expectation that everybody steps up in that situation. Um, you now, Evan Bouchard was not on the ice. Ryan McLeod was. And since that time, you've seen a lot of players, really, from the Nashville game on, get their nose in there right away and stand up and support one another on the ice. And uh, Keith and Bouchard have been tremendous as a pairing since that game. We are watching Evan Bouchard um, emerge as, you know, a guy that got, has a chance to have a long NHL career. Like, he's already... Put it this way. The Edmonton Oilers have one defenseman playing north of 20 minutes per game. His name is Evan Bouchard. That's it. He's the only D-man that's playing north of 20 minutes per game in this series. Um, he's coming. Here's Jay Woodcroft. Yeah, I've really seen uh, progression in Bouchard's game. Um, passes the puck great, gets his shot through from uh, the point, but he's also someone who's defended a lot harder as time has gone on here. Uh, I think him and Keith complement each other. They have a good relationship. They talk the game through, and um, you know they've been a real reliable group for us on the back. 
For the life of me, I do not understand why Dave Tipp and Jim Playford did not play Duncan Keith and Evan Bouchard together right from day one of the season. But that's me. It's a moot point now. Jay Woodcroft's the head coach. Dave Manson, Glenn Gulson, Brian Wiseman are the assistants along with Dustin Schwartz. All right, Ryan McLeod had a goal and assist in game number two. He had these thoughts on bouncing back. Sure, I think we're a, you know, a very resilient team. Uh, obviously, you know, Smith came back with a huge game and uh, you know, everyone kind of rallied around that. Um, you know, I think we had a deep team. I think everyone kind of contributed. So I think we're a tough team to stop and I think we keep rolling the same way and we should be uh, pretty successful. And I think he has a chance to be a hell of a player. He does. If he puts it all, what do you think, Cody? If he, I mean, he, the guy can transport the puck. He's fast. He's not small. If he can add, round out his game, he's got a chance to be a, a really good middle six forward. Well, I think how I put a lot of ceilings are how do they perform under pressure and putting him in an NHL playoff situation. I think he's playing some of his best hockey of the season, along with a guy like Yamamoto, who's really taken a step forward when the games are getting tougher. Yeah. And speaking of tougher and more physical from a cloud he says that needs to be a part of the owners game down here in los angeles yeah i think just kind of putting miles on uh, especially their decor you know, have a young decor and uh you know we, we want to put pucks behind them and you know get physical i think uh, our team's a really good cycle team so if we you get heavy down there we should have uh, good success there you go. All right. When we come back, the owners now line up report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence and NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Winners Now. 1226 in Edmonton for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home. Sell your old home. Sold today. Edmonton.ca. My expectation is the owners come back with a 12, same 12 and 6 that played the other night uh, against LA. I mean, you got to reward a team that wins 6 nothing. Connor McDavid. Um, A goal and uh, four points in two games so far went uh, 11 and seven uh, in the uh, face-off circle against LA. This has become a bit of a story. The Kings have been the better face-off team in the regular season, but Edmonton it, it turned the turned the tide in game. Leon Dreisaitl spent a ton of extra time uh, doing uh, some face-off drills because he's going ahead to get against. He's getting the bulk of those face-offs. But McDavid with Kane and Pulleyarvi, we expect Dreisaitl with Hyman and Yamamoto. Uh, Connor McDavid, the only, only Oilers forward playing 21-13 at time on ice. The only Oilers forward over 20 minutes. Dreisaitl played under 16 minutes in Game 2 of the series. Uh, R&H with Archibald and Derek Ryan and uh, Ryan McLeod with Fogel and Cassian. On defense, Nurse and CC Keith and Boucher and Kulak and Barry Mike Smith, we mentioned 938 save percentage, 1-1 one and one, a 203 goals against average uh, so far in the series. Career 931 in the playoffs. The Oilers have the number one playoff uh, power play at 50%, that's not going to continue. And the number one PK at 100%, they're second in goals, four and fifth in goals against. If Edmonton plays this game five on five and plays patient early and gets the lead, it's going to be tough for LA. They just—they're not a, an elite offensive team. We expect the Kings to have Kopitar with Athanasiu and Kempe, Dano, Moore, and Ayafalo. Moore, in particular, for me, has been quite impressive. He had eight hits in Game Two, three points in Game One. Lazat with Grundstrom and uh, Dustin Brown. Byfield is out, so Kapari in the middle with Brendan Lemieux and Arthur Kalia on defense. Anderson and Dursey. Edler, along with Matt Roy and Mata and Jordan Spence, and uh, John Quick starts in goal. He's one and one with a 4.50 goals against average, 8.88 save percentage. If the Kings don't get the special teams turnaround, it's going to be hard for them to beat Edmonton. It's that simple. All right, we have time. Uh, we do not have time. We're going to move NHL today. 
into our 1250 slot for Drew Shamhorn and the staff at Elite. So we'll give them an extra plug coming down the pipe. But this time, though, we're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And tell you we'll come back with Elliot Friedman for Mid-City Construction Management and Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.